Oh, hi. Hello there, stranger. <laughs> um, oh, how, how, howdy. Where, where are you from? Where'd you come from? How, how you say I'm, um, I am, uh, not, not, not from around this place? Uh, that is how you say that. Yes, it is. Yeah, yeah. Do, do you happen to know where, um, uh, uh how, ooh, like, I, I, I need to go to, uh, to that, that place over there. Uh, ah, oh, damn it. Why, why, why did I go to, why did I go to this, to this, this place when I can't? That's all right. Are you trying to get to Hayfield? That's the town. Right over to the right, I, I I can show you a bit more direct. Hey, to Hayfield. Is that Hayfield? That's right. Is that is that uh? How much money you got in that that uh pocket of yours there? I uh, I have uh fifty gulden. Um, oh, uh, did you exchange? Can can you get that exchange over here in uh in the Wild West? Yeah 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, I think, I think that that is possible. Don't, don't you? Well, that's very interesting. And that that pocket watch of yours, that, that pure gold, is that not? What mine, uh, mine, uh, mine alarm, mine horloge? You mean? Uh, no, it's uh, yes. This this watch is uh, is very nice and it, it tells the time. Uh, I, I, I I'm think. down there, but well, you see this here. Hot iron I got on the side of my hip. Your 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 pistol, sir. That's right, boy. Uh see what you need down here in the great USA. Well, you need a pistol, and I tell I you see, what, I, I tell you what, you listen to me, boy. When we get into that town, you're gonna take some of that money. You're gonna get yourself a pistol because it's not safe around here. So. Oh, uh, I'll take you. I'm going to Hayfield myself. Actually, it's all right. Oh. We'll we'll go together. All right. Okay. Okay. That, that, that doesn't right. sound dangerous at all. I mean, yeah, I think nah, we'll be. Uh, you'll be more safe with me. That's for true. So. Okay. Uh, all right. Here we. <laughs> you found here we go. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Critically Optimistic. I'm your host, Mac. Joining me, as always, is Janko. Say hello, Janko. Hey. It's a little bit reminiscent of the old times because we don't have Maggie with us today, unfortunately. True. She's just dealing with some personal uh, personal things at home, and uh, she just needs a bit more time before she joins us back in the show. But I mean, apart from that, we're ready to go. And uh, Janko picked a nice little theme for us. We're talking about, uh, more or less, it's just Western theme. Yeah, I, I pretty much, say. yeah. Or as I would like to say, Americana Western. Because one thing that stood out for me with choosing both these films was that they were both American Westerns and they both came out at the end of the 60s. So kind of at the end of the heyday of the 
of all the westerns especially considering yep. like in on the italian side you had like the good bad and ugly and sergio leone and uh sergio corbucci like early in the 60s where you had all these um all these spaghetti westerns and then in the 50s you had these john wayne classics but uh this kind of yeah it shows the grittiness of the the westerns and i i thought uh and what's also cool is they they both come out that came out at the same year at 1969 and i, I thought that was a good good fit for a double bill and um i, I think it fits well together as the theme for today mm-hmm. uh, yeah i'd agree it's it's a good pairing uh of westerns especially when you're not getting down to like a more uh trivial theme it's just a very look at the history of western filmmaking in a whole and as a whole and and the end of it like you said and with um with these two films it's a good idea as to where even just cinema was going in general because uh, as we talk about these films we find out that some of them child especially with true grit it kind of almost at points it feels like the director was trying to make a Western film without making a Western film. Yeah, you know what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, I noticed that. Absolutely, uh, you have a good point. Um, there. Yeah, but before we really get into that, I guess we should just go on to our usual bit of news because I don't know if anyone's noticed, but uh, I was absent from the last show. Yeah, that's right. And Janko's been taking everything uh, on himself, but I've been um, I've just been busy with work, newborn. Well, I shouldn't say he's newborn now. He's nine, no, eight months, eight months old yeah, now. Sure. Just a, a lot with the fast. kids, and I've, yeah, and I've, I've hardly had any time to watch films. Just as, as a, like in general, I have not been watching many films, which is I, I hate, I hate that. But that's a point in my life, I guess. Uh, so even just watching these ones was hard. Like. Yeah. I told Janko when I was watching The Wild Bunch, I fell asleep halfway through. It just, I full on like was too relaxed. I just went to bed. (laughs) (laughs) So I had to really, yeah. Also, I've been dealing with sickness and personal health stuff that's been uh, still ongoing and that's getting taken care of hopefully soon. But it's just a lot, a lot going on in my life at the moment. And uh, I do apologize for anybody who's missed the old format of the show. Cause it does feel, it feels like we've been a bit absent. Yeah, it does. It, it absolutely does. And um, yeah, but, but such is life. I mean, you can't really change around that. Um, I mean, uh, sometimes we're lucky other times uh, the timing just doesn't happen and we'll have to, and we have to find other ways to improvise with the show um as as, yeah. as what i did and, at the last episode but 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 we, we as we well as well too yeah well i was gonna say as well too we're, we're in this time of year when janko and i have this uh it's it's i don't know if we really ever labeled it as something but it, we go through a time change and it makes it extremely difficult for Jenko and I to talk because either I'm waking up and he's just going to bed or I'm just <laughs> right. going to bed and he's waking yeah, up. Yeah, the goddamn and uh, it, daylight yeah. savings bullshit. <laughs> yeah. It's it, it's better when it's the other way around because then it's almost like the polar opposite. Indeed. When it's um yeah, when it's my spring forward and his fall back, he it, I think it's a just an a complete hour difference. So if it's 9am for me, it's 9pm for him. And that's usually not that big of a deal because Janko will stay up later and, you know, we can get together or 
we'll get together in his morning and during my night. It's easier. But at this time right now, it's just like, uh, like I think on time of recording this right now, it's 9.22 a.m. for me. And I think it's 11.22 p.m. for Janko right. at the moment. That's right. Yeah. So it just makes things a lot more complicated with getting around. Um, and especially w- with lining that up with Maggie too, because she's in America. So uh, half the reason that she's here is, is because of personal uh, stuff that she's still going through. We're just trying to give her a little bit of breather room and we want her on the show more than anything in the world. Oh but yeah. Like it's just a matter of what's possible at the moment. So absolutely. I hope uh, everybody can understand yeah. that. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm sure they do. they do. They do. I mean, we're not going anywhere. I mean, as, as long as we keep it consistent and um, yeah, sometimes we're unlucky and not everyone is a part is attending, but, uh, but, there's always room for the next episode. So that's, um, that's actually, at least we have that luxury where um, we can comfort ourselves that, um, the three of us aren't going anywhere anytime soon. Um, yeah, but, uh, well, how should we, uh, start the show? I think the best way to start this, uh, end of Americano Western filmmaking, theme should be wild bunch yeah that's i'm all right with that uh do you want to do you want to read it off i can i can go ahead and introduce it um aging out outlaw pike bishop prepares to retire after one final robbery joined by his gang dutch einstrom and brothers Ta- lyle and tector gorch Bishop discovers the heist is a setup orchestrated in part by a former partner, Deke Thornton. And um, the the heist turns out to be a success, but uh, but they, the gang escape and Deke Thornton has been issued to catch them in within 30 days or else he will end up in some horrible prison. Um, uh, Yuma, uh, a some place in Yuma, apparently. Uh, this is the the Wild Bunch. Um, first off, I I just want to say how how wild this film was for a film from 1969. Um, yeah, like I I like it's weird saying this, but I don't think I've ever seen nudity in a western film <laughs> so this kind of yeah like like well, blew my mind a bit <laughs> yeah i was actually a little surprised when that happened as well too it seems like i think that's a little weird that this is the first thing we're talking about but i mean so be it <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah no it just came to my mind right away because it's it, it's a very dirty and gritty slice of western where uh it's 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 almost kind of like a an exploitative film of the the, the glory days of the the classic western tropes and uh, the Italian spaghetti westerns. But I mean that's that's not really yeah. very surprising considering it's from Sam Peckinpah, um, uh, who is known to make these very rough rough uh, character character studies and. Uh, stories about violence uh which is in a, which is also very interesting uh juxtaposition to the to true grit because there you have a director who 
is has primarily worked in westerns and knows the formula but here it's it, it, it's it's a bit different but but yeah i <laughs> i sidetracked myself a bit there but yeah this is a a quite interesting western story i thought i uh uh right away i noticed that red dead redemption must have been an inspiration for this yeah well that's one thing i was going to mention myself is that what red dead well red dead openly admitted that they watched a crap ton of westerns oh, yeah. to prepare for writing <laughs> yeah that, that really stuff shows like that. but the wild bunch the wild bunch you're right the wild bunch must have been one of the favorites that they had amongst all of them because i mean the the plot in summary is similar like both carry the same thing like an ex uh like an ex member is hunting down the group which is the same plot as red dead redemption mm. um the i mean for god's sakes dutch is in the movie and dutch is in the game yeah, so yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. not the same not the same character portrayal but i mean the name is just straight up like oh it's <laughs> right. called dutch um yeah and that absolutely and it also shares the same type of story um like they're trying to be free uh they have some honor but they're still like like scumbags and uh like not good people yeah well my overall take of the film was i uh i mean for what it's worth I think I have the same complaints about both films, uh, more or less. I kind of was a little bit lukewarm to this film. Okay, I think more or less. Mm. I am. Um, I'm. I'm. I'm a bit of the opposite. I. I enjoyed this film more than uh, True Grit, actually. Um. Well, I didn't say I, I didn't say I like True Grit either. Oh yeah, fair. <laughs> so. Yeah, I guess I kind of assumed that it would sound like that, but uh, but but fair. But but yeah, I, I I am definitely on the side that I I really appreciated this film. Uh, it 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 takes a lot of elements from Western films that I do enjoy, and uh, do you watch a lot of westerns in general? Um, I used to watch a lot of westerns, especially when my grandfather was alive. He had westerns on all the time. But as I've gotten older, there's things about westerns that I can appreciate and I still like going back to. But it's one of those genres where it plays out its welcome with me quite quickly. Okay, yeah. Um, I like westerns in the sense of storytelling and uh theme and setting and stuff like that like i think there's cool stories you can tell within that range i think the range or the time in which we were making films and making these westerns was not the right time to be doing so is if that makes a lick of sense uh -huh, okay. i think the people who were making westerns most of the time uh were just making something to get it out because it's, it's like making a superhero yeah. film. That's that's the way I look at it. Uh, yeah. It's like, well, well, I'm making a superhero film because that's the thing that people want to see. It's not it's not like uh, a statement on like, I have a vision and this is the story. People were just like, no, I need to make a Western film. Here you go. Here, yeah. Because they will sell. Here you that go. That is a good point. You know? Yeah, I, I do agree with that. I mean, there are some exceptions, of course. Um, but Oh, but, of course. Uh, but yeah, you, you definitely uh, hit the nail on the head there that it is a very commerce 
type of genre um, where it, it always has the same formula. And I mean, hell, there are like 10 million different Westerns with, with like similar stories and arcs and, and also like, it is very similar to like Kung Fu stories. Like they all share the same type of, uh, structural story about, uh, the, 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 the lonesome, uh, like the mysterious stranger who has to go against all odds against, uh, some bigger dude than the hero. And it always ends in a, in a showdown. But, uh, but it's, but yeah. I, I, I think I do like that uh, formula quite a lot. And I mean, I, next to horror, I think Western is probably my favorite genre. Um, like nothing to me, nothing, nothing feels better than, uh, just in a Sunday on a Sunday morning, just relaxing and putting on a Western. That is just such a good vibe, I think. But, uh, I think, I think you could say my argument can be brought down by saying like, well, you could put almost putting that to any genre by saying, you know, like there's a whole bunch of crap out there, but there's good ones. There's really good ones. And you could say that with almost any genre, but I think for me, it it really is just a matter of like, this was, this was the superhero era of that era, you know? Um, And in which case you've got people who are basically hired by the studio to make a Western it's like, you got to make a Western kid because it's going to fucking sell. Yeah. And then the guy's like, well, I really wanted to make this about this guy's like, what if they were in Texas and they had guns? <laughs> it's like yeah. sometimes it just doesn't feel like it's working yeah. for what it was supposed to True. be. And yeah, because there are like, excuse me, like there, there are like. Uh, three different types of Western stories. You either have the Mexican Revolution kind, which which is kind of this one, uh, or you have like the the classic good, bad, and ugly uh, trope of a good guy and a bad guy, or uh, you have like the uh, well, well, yeah, I I, oh. I I can't think of the third one at this moment, but you have at least those two main structures there's always either the mexican revolution taking place or it's 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 in a wild west in the desert somewhere uh, or like a band of brothers sort of good like good band yeah. of brothers or there might be a movie about the bad band of brothers and so yeah like yeah like the wild indeed. but however I, I do enjoy certain westerns that play around with the genre a bit uh when they fuse some types of genres and um and uh, it's fun when they can play around with that and like, like rewrite the formula a little bit. Um, but uh, yeah, but but I, 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 yes, go on, please. Sorry, I was just gonna say I think we've we've talked about how we mm. feel about westerns. I I could go on longer. About oh yeah, that, but to to I mean, really it is a very broad to re- topic and genre to talk. Yeah, about. I mean, yeah. But to get back onto the Wild Bunch in in itself, I probably need to give this movie another shot. Uh, I will admit this before I go out into another tangent. Um, but I, I found it very hard to pay attention to. I don't know if it's just the way it was directed or written. And it's not that it's bad because it is, it is very straightforward. well shot. Um. And it's straightforward, but I found it... A, incredibly dull okay and it's 
just because there was, I don't know. I cannot, like, here's the problem. I'm supposed to be a film critic and I'm supposed to know what I'm talking about, but I cannot pinpoint what the hell made me just zone <laughs> out on this film. I, I had such a hard time paying attention to it and I know what happens in it. <laughs> I, I could tell you like the simplicity of the plot, which is just, like I said, Red Dead, you've got the one guy who used to be a member. Yeah. Now it's just run by a smaller group. They try robbing a place. They are unsuccessful. And then they got to think of a new thing, like you said, because they want to get out of the game. Like it's their last big thing. <laughs> then they're done. <laughs> but, and then they go to Mexico to get away from the, the uh, being chased down by the other guy. And they get a job down there. They do the job and it just, uh, they're going to get paid for it. And yada, 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 without spoiling. Yeah. Well, I mean, we will spoil it, but I don't want to spoil it right now. <laughs> without spoiling it right now. Yeah. You know, that's the plot. I was paying attention. Yeah. It's just, if you asked me about personality traits or anything like that, I, I really wasn't, nothing got absorbed into yeah. me. And I, I feel like maybe that's not entirely my fault. Maybe there's a bit of the movie's fault on that because it, mm. I just didn't feel like I gave a shit. You know, yeah. like, like I like Dutch. Dutch was probably the only person because he that actor had personality to them. But I really feel like when it came in terms of acting, I didn't feel anything with any of these actors except for Dutch. Most of them are just I, I don't know if it was just the mentality at the time for Westerns of like how these men had to portray themselves yeah. is so tough. But when you at a point when it's like you try to portray yourself as this tough, like, um, uh, like masculine um exactly. cowboy yeah. you, you're you're going against just being an actor and it's <laughs> like i don't you know it's like i don't care uh, at a certain point because you're you're as like as interesting as a like a flat board you know and it's just like i don't i don't know i i just don't think that there was enough acting in the movie to justify the movie itself yeah. If that makes that, sense, yeah, I, I'd say that makes sense. I, I mean, it's a shame though because there are, there are a lot of good, good uh, casting choices here, like Warren Oates and Ernest uh, Borgnine who played uh, Dutch. Um, but but yeah, well, that's the only character that I liked, though, right? Uh, I I liked uh, I liked uh, 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 the the Deke Fortin quite a bit. Um, like I liked, I liked Ernest. Yeah. He was the good. Uh, he's the only character I could say that that that's <laughs> you got him because that yeah. was his character, and that's why I liked him because it's like he showed his loyalty. He showed that his ideas, you know, he was a good person, yeah. but brought up in a bad crowd, yeah. you know, and and it was easy to tell that because you didn't need exposition with his character. It was just the way he acted. It was good, but the rest of the characters is like. <sighs> Yeah, I, I, I'm just going to say the same thing again, but it's, yeah, it's, it is unfortunate. And I'm not sure, like I said, I'm not sure if that's the fault of the actors or the fault of the director, like telling them like, nah, you got to be more hard, you know, I I don't know. And I mean, a lot of people might be like, well, your take is just fucking garbage. And in which case I will say, maybe it is, (laughs) I mean, but but part of me wants to think that uh, it, that it, it must be like uh, like inexperience from the director, considering with the stuff he did before this, uh, 
like it could be well did sam peckinpah do a lot after the, yeah yeah he, he did, did do a like lot he after did this, he? straw dogs which which i it's only one i've other one other one i've seen of him which i think is really good see uh sam peckinpah i didn't i did not see i, I haven't seen anything else he did i don't think yeah like bring me the head of alfredo garcia i suppose very good the getaway is supposed to be very good but like one of his trademarks is just brute force and violence and uh i think maybe that's what he was going for in this film like he was just like yeah play it rough uh don't care about morals or anything just play it rough <laughs> because you are bad guys um but yeah. i guess early on are there I guess early on they try and give a sort of personality traits like uh, this is like very early on when they're first when they're escaping the the the, the law enforcement the town and one of their guys uh, gets shot and uh, oh the grandson yeah and then and, see I was paying attention and uh, they all like argue like what should we do should we bury it and then like oh that other guy sorry you're talking about the other yeah, guy. yeah this was this was oh you mean about the crazy yeah the guy who got yeah the guy with the shotgun yeah the, the crazy bank. one yeah, yeah. <laughs> like they just they just yeah. left him there for dead <laughs> <laughs> that was the plan he said you wait on my orders the guy's like i'm not gonna move <laughs> yeah. the freaking the whole town's like well i'm glad that's over he's still in there just like oh. yeah. but also i was surprised how how bloody this film was like you don't you don't expect to see a lot of blood in western films <laughs> but um yeah you're right about that it was it was a bit more bloody than most westerns are. There, there are good aspects to this film. I just found if you're not holding my attention, that I don't appreciate the rest yeah. of the other things. You I know? mean, yeah, like I can see that uh, that uh, the characters and the acting is the weakest part. Like, what what I think works in this film is the intense action, uh, the suspense. Uh, I f- but it's not. The problem is it's not a John Wick Wick like film, no. and I know that's a stupid thing <laughs> to say. But uh, when you're getting the action, it's not like it's every couple no. scenes. It's like oh, you get action is like you get a bit in the start, a bit in the middle, yeah. but uh, and a, a lot at the yeah. end, and then that's like, it. Like the like the, the the stuff at the end is supposed to be like this. It's great build up. I mean, it, it's hailed as as one of the best Western shootouts because of how many body counts and how many squibs are were actually used in that scene and i agree with that i, I thought it was well shot and how it escalates into this whole bloody kerskuffle like like there were five people against this whole army of uh, federales and uh, it's just all odds against them and but they still they still uh act as heroic braveness because they want to save their friends their their friend even look i I've got I've got issues uh, talking about that whole mm. scene. Uh, that is great. I have an issue, a major issue with that scene, which is before that they're in like a brothel, yeah, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And the main guy sees the girl that he was doing has a kid. And I don't know what the 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 I cannot figure out what the movie's trying to tell me mm. in that at that aspect. Okay. Because yeah. here's the thing. He doesn't say a word, which is annoying as fuck. You cannot tell what he's thinking. And you, you kind of have to interpret. You're like, okay, well, maybe he's he's empathetic. Because uh, like he, he 
understands how hard it is for the mom and he relates that back to like because it's a little mexican kid and he relates it back to the, the member that they lost and he wants to go get a vengeance or something like that he's like no I, i've got morals i gotta stand for these mm, morals right? right or he's like he he has a feeling like he has feelings for for those that aren't wronging him and like he he appreciates innocence pure innocence because that's what babies represent yeah. a lot of the time is it's just massive pure innocence not no judgment right. there you could trust them because why wouldn't why wouldn't you be able to it's a goddamn baby <laughs> but then they go into a place that has mothers and and children and while the whole fight and shootings happening you could hear babies crying in the background and it just like was all of that scene i saw before just meant nothing like does do you not like did he have a moral compass or not because wouldn't you be like oh we can't do this here you know or like i get that you want a big massive showdown in the end but the director on purpose had babies crying throughout almost half of that shootout and it makes me go what the fuck does that mean like why why was that scene there before then you know like wouldn't he have a some sort of like, shouldn't there be a scene where he like tells the other guys like, get the women and children out of here or something like that, yeah, you know? Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, or like, there's nothing, it just makes it, it's like, so what was the moral there? You know, do you not, was it just that selfish? And maybe it is. Maybe I'm just like, someone's going to be yelling at me. This is the moment I'm just having self-realization that people are just going to say like, no, he only cares about his friend. Like the only moral fiber he can have is enough to just be like, I oh, mean, I shouldn't have done that I, to my I, friend. I guess, I guess, the baby could also signify that that they have a change of heart, uh, that they kind of like regret doing the whole job and doing this thing for this town. That uh, like, what? Who are we really? Like, uh, we are moral men. Like, why don't we? Uh, why aren't we doing something good? And maybe that's why it escalates in that way because uh, because they sold out his friend, but. But they planned on getting him out again. But once, well, they didn't. They didn't even really sell out his friend. They just didn't. They did the smart thing in that moment, which was like the guy said, "Oh, we want him. Do you want him?" And they played it off cool because they knew if they didn't, he would have got shot yeah, anyways. Okay, you know. So it wasn't even a. It wasn't even a move of like, like oh, we gotta. Uh, uh, or, oh, what am I thinking? It's not even a move of of doing the right thing. It was just a move of doing the right thing for himself in that moment. And then after being like, oh, how do we get him out? You know, but if he wanted to, he could have just been like, Nope, you're not going to do that or pull a gun out on him. Or I, I don't know. It's just with movies like this, with big gangs of like criminals and you want to side with the criminals. I need the movie to have it show that like what the rest of the world can't see in the movie is that they've got great moral fiber and like you can you agree with these criminals like you got to get on the side of them and with these guys not that they're terrible people it's just i didn't give a shit like you know what i mean i just didn't care and nothing made me go like oh i really hope these guys get to save the day in the end to me like they shot all the bad people right yeah but they also kind of shot everybody else yeah. <laughs> and it's just like <laughs> but uh it's just like, well, okay. I guess, yeah, I mean, they they all they all die in the end. I mean, <laughs> they, it goes out in a 
guns blazing glory but uh i yeah. guess i mean i guess it doesn't work out either because the the guy who's trying to chase them he's like it looks like he's going back to his old roots again like he 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 meets the the old old person who reminds me of uncle from red dead 2 and yeah. yeah that's another thing too that's another connection is uncle seems to get away yeah. somehow yeah. <laughs> and then he's like yeah okay i'll join up with you so it's like <laughs> so yeah he became an yeah i thought that was a little bit interesting yeah. as well too but i mean i i, I guess it, i guess it's kind of like a, a sort of what comes around goes around like he's born into his life and no matter how much he wants to get out of it like he always will end up at the same place he started out as um yeah well i'm gonna say this again uh going back to just westerns as a whole because this applies to this film mm-hmm. and it also applies to the next film that we're going to talk yeah. about one of the things i do have a problem with with westerns and i wouldn't say it's all westerns but a big majority of westerns and th- i'd almost say this is unanimous with westerns it's just the fact that it's too long. Make it shorter yeah. because it doesn't need to be this long, especially the wild bunch is probably one of the worst. Uh, I wouldn't say the worst hands down, but it, it suffers from this where it's just like the plot isn't worthy of two and a half hours. Put it down. I like agree, it, yeah. God, you could make it like an hour 45 really, or two hours, but not, like and especially the other thing I have with the Wild Bunch specifically is, it felt like the guy had a plot, but when it came to the in between of like getting to the plots or like the conversations or character mm. growth, eh, didn't I don't I don't personally think that was well fleshed out, and that's probably why I got quite bored. Is like from getting from point A to point B to point C is just kind of stuff like there that's not that interesting and then to top it off you made it two and a half hours long why why did you do that <laughs> that is a good point uh, and i agree it, it, it could have it could have benefited uh if it had cut cut off uh, like cut down a half an hour at most um yeah and yeah that that is yeah most westerns are quite lengthy uh Although, yeah, but, it's it's annoying. But too. then again, you have westerns where they utilize the time very well. Like, uh, even though the good, bad, and ugly is almost three hours long, it doesn't really feel three hours long. No, that's that's a yeah. different case of like. There's a reason why those movies, uh, whatever they call that that three trifecta, but yeah. the good, the bad, the ugly. You know, fistful of dollars uh-huh, and. Right. Uh, oh, the, uh, what's the other one again? For a few dollars more. For a few dollars more. Um, the, there's a reason why those are well-remembered. and They will always be well-remembered yeah. just for the simple fact that they, they do everything right and they deserve to be that long. Like, yeah, true. Uh, same with like Once Upon a Time in the West or like... Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, Stagecoach. Uh, I can't remember how long Stagecoach is. Mm. And I kind of wish we did talk about yeah. that one. <laughs> Because I do, I do like that one probably I mean, more than these. But there is room for doing this some other time. Do some old, old classic westerns. Like uh, would be an interesting juxtaposition to this. I'd say if we were to do another one of these, I'd be interested to do a double, uh, 
a double feature on the earliest Westerns. Yeah, oh yeah, silent Westerns. Yeah, I'd be down to that. Yeah, that'd be interesting. Even if they're really... See, and that's... I'd probably like those more because they're probably shorter. Yeah. (laughs) Good point. (coughs) But yeah, I do find that most Westerns overstay their welcome a bit. Um, And it's not... it's, It's because at that time of making films... You couldn't make like you your your theme, your setting, everything like that. It's just they didn't have the technical the technicalities to make that shit interesting for two and a half hours. And I'm mm. sorry to say, people are gonna yell at me, but that's just the way I think. Because I think if you and I, here's another opinion. I think I wish there was more westerns today, because I think we can make better westerns than they yeah. used to back then. I, I think. Mean- People, they, they kind of tried like in the early two thousands. Uh, like, like there were, there well, was a, there, early two thousands was a terrible yeah. time for movies. I'd rather <laughs> true, but there was like a period where there were like westerns resurfacing, like uh, Free Ten to Yuma, and uh, 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 and then and then every other year you got a, a western that came out. I, I think. Mats Mikkelsen did one like a couple of years ago, The Salvation, which... Did The Wild Bunch ever have a remake? I don't know. No, I don't think so. I wonder... I wonder... That's kind of surprising, I wonder actually. if this could be a reimagine, reimagining of another film. I, I don't honestly know. Uh, like, you have a lot, of, a lot of Westerns that have been, like, like, Westernly remade, if you know what I mean. Like, they, they reimagined an old film, like, the like Yojimbo and Fistful of Dollars. Like, I wonder if they did the same here or if it was an original story. Um, uh, I see what you mean. Yeah. But uh, uh, it, I when I look up on Letterbox, the Wild Bunch, it, there does come up another one. It says by Mel Gibson, but I think this might just be like a rumored. Okay, he might be making oh. a remake. Hmm. But uh, I don't think. Yeah, as far as I could tell, there's nothing. Being remade, you know, so. if they did remake Wild Bunch, you know would be, you know who would be perfect to well, direct this. Uh, you know what though? Before you go on with that thought, I mean, technically, kind of Red Dead Redemption is a remake. Yeah, of Wild yeah, Bunch, that's so. fair. But I, uh, <coughs> what was his name? Um, Craig H. Sailor. Uh, he did uh, Brawl in Cell Block. Um, Oh, that guy. Yeah, that'd be interesting if you just went super gritty yeah, with it. Yeah, because he he did uh, also Bone Tomahawk, and that was a that was a messed up western. See, that's that's what I mean with westerns. It's like there is a grit that needs to be applied to westerns yeah. that we are not afraid to do today, but they were too afraid to do back Absolutely, then. Absolutely, yeah. And it it wasn't like I because there's a romanticized sort of view that western films had back then Mm -hmm. which is like realistically speaking and you could say this with um what's that show called uh oh uh, like bonanza or what uh no not bonanza the the one uh the robot western show oh uh, uh, westworld westworld that's right because you have those that are more gritty right and more i'm not gonna say realistic tone of the west because i can't I can't say that. I well, wasn't well, you there. have Deadwood. That was a uh, like a kind of good, uh, like authentic Western uh, media that came out uh, later years. But uh, once again, 
to go full circle on it, uh, this is the superhero version of Western films. <laughs> this is what this is, and this is what this looks like. Yeah. So, you know, I and you can't blame me for getting bored with some of these. No, because I, I mean, yeah, the same way with uh, superhero films That's as well. Right. It's just I, uh, to a point, it's just like I get tired of the glamour yeah. that they put on it, and it's just like uh, I, I guess. Shut That's up. Right. I guess what differentiates this from like your, your, uh, like you have horror that, that there is a certain like evolution to it where at some point a certain film got popular. Uh, so they mass produced that trope and uh, genre. But then in yeah. horror, it, it, it kind of evolves into something else. And then they kind of forget the, the old thing. But in Western, uh, it's still the same formula from from one point to the another, like two decades later. Um, so I do agree. Uh, it yeah, really is, yeah. I, I definitely agree with what you're saying here. Um, and it's interesting, yeah. I mean... It, the Wild Bunch The Wild Bunch for me suffers from all those things. I think... I think uh, idealistically, if I were to throw my problems that I had at the wild bunch, it would just probably be what I have a problem with, with Westerns as a whole. And it's not that, and people are going to come away thinking like Mac hates Western films. <laughs> not no, true. No. I, I really actually do like Western films. Like I said, I can only take them in a, a little bit at a time because it's just like, I th it's just, and that's why that actually, you know what? And it's kind of, almost therapeutic in a sense that I'm talking about this because I'm realizing why it's because Western films mirror themselves too much yeah. uh, and it, you just get tired. It's like watching the same thing over and over again. And that's not necessarily bad. Yeah. You're kind of stuck waiting for the, for the ultimate climax in any Western film, like the showdown is the, the high point. Yeah, exactly. And, and that's not necessarily a bad thing because then you could watch one and be like, I like this one more than that yeah. one or that one, you know, but it's tiring after a while because you're not, you're not given variety, you know, it's the same with like almost eating the same thing for dinner every day. <laughs> after a while, you're just going to be like, you're not going to be excited. For yeah, it. you're right. <laughs> and it's just going to be a chore to like eat it because it's just like, Oh, I've had this for two weeks now. I really wish I could eat something else. So that. In in conclusion, that's kind of the wild bunch, and I know we didn't talk about the wild bunch as we usually yeah. do with most films, even though we have talked about it for a little while now. But uh, it's just because I, there's nothing, there's no substance to really pick apart at this. It's just an overall. That's right. It isn't really that deep of a film. It's just uh, from point A to point B, and there you go. <laughs> and uh, yeah, what are we going to dissect the plot to this? Like a, a train robbery happens in the midsection cool <laughs> they they shoot up a town at the end the end <laughs> they all die oh and that's yeah. another thing you know what i completely forgot about the chain oh i that was you until you mentioned it i did not remember that but there was one thing i wanted to tell talk about the train robbery which was actually okay i enjoyed that but why did he put the train backwards why that I don't, if it was just a big fuck you, that makes sense. But wouldn't it be smarter to let it go down the tracks? You go the other way. They keep try, trying to chase this train that they think you're on. But instead, 
you put it backwards for no fucking reason. <laughs> and it's just like, why did you do that? You could have actually gave yourself so much more time, yet you're just like, ah, I'm going to put it backwards just to mess with them. Is that okay? Yeah, I think this is about, all right. I didn't do that. It's that's another thing. It's just like, why can, uh, be clever in your be clever, folks. When you make a film, think about it for a little bit. Be, be like, what if we put it forward and then they drove past? And it's like, well, that 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 works, you know. I don't know. It just seems so stupid to me. I was just like, why did he even do that? <laughs> And they're all, you've got the scenes after, they're all like getting, they're trying to get away. They're like, fuck, we gotta go because we need more time and stuff like that. It's like, could have gave yourself lots of time. Lots of time. <laughs> Stick to the goddamn plan, Arthur. <laughs> it's just yags. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. But um, what would you rate I don't, Wild Bunch? I, yeah, I actually appreciate us talking about it because, yeah, at the... And my first impression, I, I did give it a high rating. I gave it a four and a half, uh, mainly because, well, shocking. I, I I rated it because of the nudity and the violence, because this is 1969. So this is post-code uh, Hollywood, uh, right? Um, like I, I'm not you. You know that better yeah. than me. I'm not. I'm not I sure. I mean, it, it is a period where, like. 1968 is a significant year for for Hollywood in general because a lot more stories were evolved and you could break out of this rule of of uh, not showing any like uh, like nudity reveal revealness uh, cleavage and such and uh, a certain depictions of violence and this film uh, the wild bunch is a good example of this how you broke out from that strict rule you needed to follow and uh yeah you get tits you get violence you get get uh lots of uh, shootings and i i applaud that i think that is really cool especially in the western because that is not something you see every day uh but but i said i i do appreciate us talking about this because uh because those the points you brought up uh with with uh, the actors being weak the characters not having any grand morals like it, it definitely makes sense uh like my, f- my initial rating was based on experience and and awesomeness but if i'm gonna if i'm have to rate this like like professionally through like technicalities and how the the film was presented uh I have to put it down a notch, so instead I'll, I'll give it three and a half uh, stars. But it, it, I still had a lot of fun with this film. Well, that's interesting that you uh, I had that much effect on you. But I mean, I'm glad that what I said wasn't like didn't sound like no, a no, you load you, of you definitely, shit, so. you definitely had may have had a valid point there, and I did see them as well. Um, I um. I am going to give it a three, I think, is probably the highest. You know what? And I always say that your opinions on films can change a lot. Who knows? Maybe I will watch this when I'm in the right mood and the right temperament for what I'm about to receive. Um, But 
as of now, yeah, no, just with the problems I had uh, with it as a whole, it's a three star through and through. I liked it enough, but that's probably as far as that's getting. Oh, that's so. fair. I mean, yeah, that's that's a that's not exactly a bad rating. So, so you, yeah, you did enjoy that to some extent. Um, but I guess now it's time to move on to our next 1969 film, True Grit. Wow. <laughs> oh, I uh, uh, I'll I'll uh, I'll read yeah, off the plot ahead. to this yeah. one. So, in case you guys don't know, True Grit had a remake. Uh, it was both the both the I think the stories for both of the films are exactly the same, but this one, the nineteen sixty nine film, is a little bit like this: the murder of her father sends a teenage tomboy on a mission of justice. I don't know why that says teenage tomboy because she's not. No, I wouldn't say she's a teenage no, tomboy. She's, she's just, just a she just seems more mat- a farmer's daughter. Yeah. But she seems more mature because she yeah. takes all the responsibilities. Uh, because, and she well, it's just because she's yeah. smart. Yeah, so true, yeah. tomboy doesn't seem like the right no <laughs> word. I'd say teenage intellect would probably be the best one. Anyways, on a mission of justice, which involves avenging her father's death, she recruits a tough old marshal, Rooster Cogburn, because of his true grit and a reputation of getting the job done. So. That is really the plot. Um, I like this film for the plot, but there's problems I have with this film through and through. And it's kind of funny because it's like, if these things were done differently, this film would have actually been, I think it would have been a lot better, a lot better, but it wasn't done that way. And one of the things I will go off by saying first is I preferred the acting in this film a hell of a lot better it actually felt like people were acting yeah. in this film. I think it was a lot better. <laughs> like almost all the characters felt a lot better <laughs> when it came uh, to acting. So I enjoyed that aspect a hell of a lot more. And it was nice. Yeah. Nice to see. Um, but what did you think of True Grit, Jacob? I, I liked it for what it was. Um, <clears throat> uh, it, it presented itself quite well. It had a It had a pretty clear opening. Like you know where it was heading. And um, I thought um, I thought the girl did a really good job. Um, like it, it, it's seldom you, it's seldom a child actor is able to pull off a lead so well. But I think she she did a, a quite good job at that. Um, I like that <clears throat> through her dialogue, like she she talked way older than how what she seemed like, um, and uh, I, I I liked her dedication to that she is destined on on getting this done because no one else is doing it and like she doesn't want to sit with her thumb up her ass like she wants to uh, find a culprit of find a killer of 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 her father um and then it turns into this sort of adventure film with yeah. both of them on on like tracking the this 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 gang apparently because the killer is holed up with this gang um <clears throat> played by uh, uh by uh, robert duvall um mm-hmm. but uh there are points where i just where it becomes kind of boring uh i i feel there are some dead stops here and there where 
I, I kind of lost a bit of interest. Well, that's where I made the point of this feels like it wasn't really a Western film, you know, like they didn't have the interest in making a Western film. It was using the Western sort of like paintbrush, but in a sense, it didn't feel like that was what they wanted to do. And I'm just looking up the director now, Henry Hathaway. Uh, he's, I, I don't, he's done a West, another Western film yeah, here and there. How do, but, uh, he did How the West Was One, which is apparently a very, a very um, high praised Western. Uh, so I've heard. But uh, but yeah, it, well, not on Letterbox. Its average rating is three point four. Oh wow, okay, <laughs> I stand corrected then. But uh, but yeah, it definitely has a lot of. He he's definitely done this genre a lot. It seems like. Yeah. Where, yeah, it's it, it's it, he maybe he just has his own way of telling what a Western story, which is against the norm. And you'd think, well, after you made that argument, Mac, that should be what you're <laughs> looking for. And you know, it, actually. It was. It was a little bit of what I was looking for, and that's probably maybe why I preferred this one a bit more. Um, but it's also due to the fact that we get character development with John Wayne's character, uh, Rooster, and we get, like, Maddie was a good sort of, like, uh, was a character that I enjoyed. She wasn't too annoying, yeah. where you're just like, get out of the scene. Like, she progressed the story forward, and it was almost like within the interest of the audience. It's like, I want to get further. Like, let's go, let's go, let's keep going. And she had that same interest of like, let's just keep this going, right? And that worked with with the story. I don't, One thing I thought was interesting is I thought this film was in black and white and the version I watched was in color. So I'm not sure if there's something there. Yeah, I, I also, I also uh, watched it in color and also assumed that, it, isn't this supposed to be in black and white? Like the still on letterboxes in black and white. Uh. Is black and white, yeah, yeah. I'm not sure if maybe there, maybe there's a black and white version, but um, yeah. Uh, I enjoyed this film. I think like you two points, to points where uh, it was like, oh, it's caught my interest more so than the last film. But there's things that I really thought were kind of sloppy as well. Like I, I think. There was the score drove me crazy. Okay, so if I really want to get into this, the score in this film drove me nuts. I hated it. It was really campy, where it was like we're on a western adventure, and then you know, and then they'd have the scene where it's like that intense moment where Maddie catches up with the killer of her father. <laughs> And it's just like, why are you ruining your own goddamn tension? Yeah. Why did you do that to your film? You know, like who did you, who put that in there? It, it just felt so out of place. And that's kind of why I, what I meant by like, it didn't feel like he wanted to do a Western, almost like a comedy in <laughs> yeah, a sense, kinda. you know? Yeah. And there's points where they try to make it really tense. I, I, I like the scene tense. And they just do everything wrong to de-escalate the tension. And it's just like, why would you do that? Like you're coming to the conclusion, the big, the big part of your film where 
you're confronted by the killers and they're the big showdown with Rooster. He's outnumbered and it's just, it's got the goofy ass score and just everything, the way they film it, it's just de-escalated. It's like, there's no risks. Yeah. Also, apparently uh, during that uh, entire scene where he goes against the gang, uh, John Wayne wasn't in that shot at all. <laughs> like it was the stunt, it was really? the stunt double Jim Burke that did the entire scene, <laughs> and uh, John Wayne is just wow. they just filmed John Wayne in the close up, but <laughs> he was riding on the trailer and not a horse. <laughs> uh, but but wow. the more I read the trivia here, the more I'm thinking like, what the hell is wrong with John Wayne? <laughs> like. <laughs> Oh, I've always yeah. thought that about John Wayne. John Wayne is his own like, special like, case. Like I, he, he, um, <laughs> like apparently he hated uh, the co co star uh, Kim Darby, uh, um, and also <laughs> John Wayne was disappointed because, <laughs> like, he initially promised uh, the role to Maddie Ross to her daughter, <laughs> but <laughs> but of course the director just said no. <laughs> Oh, but uh, yeah, I'm, oh I'm, God. I am not at all a John Wayne fan, and I don't understand why he is so famous and highly regarded in this genre. <laughs> like, I yeah, mean, well, it's it's kind of one of. The, well, I guess we should ad yeah. address the elephant in the room, which is John Wayne himself. He is a racist. He is what homophobic, sexist. He's just everything that you could have wrong with an old actor. He is that, and. The problem is he's a good actor. That's the fucking problem with this whole thing is he's decently good at what he does. I enjoy him in stagecoach. I enjoy him in this and I kind of wish I didn't, but you kind of have to like, you kind of have to be like, well, you got to appreciate what he can do. Doesn't mean you have to like the no, person. It's kind of yeah. like separating the art from oh, the artist. Yeah, no, you know, there's, Directors, Absolutely. That, that's yeah. the mindset I have always. I mean, I, I wouldn't be able to enjoy the types of films I do if I couldn't do that. But, but uh, yeah, yeah true. I, I just, I just never, I just have never seen it with John Wayne. Like, I, I, I don't get it. Like, there were some scenes here in this film that he did good. Like, I liked when him and Maddie Ross are first getting to know each other in that in that restaurant or or uh, tavern, and uh, about. Uh, when they're talking about the rat or mouse and he shoots it. Oh, they weren't in a restaurant. They were in a, like a medicine oh, uh, man's right, yeah. fucking store in the back. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That was it. But I like that scene. Anyways. Yeah. yeah. There was also that scene when he's drinking the bottle and uh, they're out in the field. <clears throat> but, yeah. uh, but yeah, I, I, I just don't get it. Like, well, why is he such an iconic <laughs> western hero uh i don't think it's the fact that he's the icon and i i, I can understand what you're saying he he can act which is a, a benefit he has the stature for the roles that he's put in but i think it's more or less of luck he is put in a lot of memorable western films stagecoach extremely memorable uh, I mean, there's a whole bunch on here. You could just look through the list and it's kind of like the same thing with, um, uh, what's his name? Uh, oh, sorry. Clint Eastwood. Uh, you think Western, you think Clint Eastwood, you think John Wayne, because not necessarily because of them. Well, yes, because of them, but more the film that they got to be right, in. They were more 
in the right place at the right time maybe like yeah exactly yeah that's a good point yeah for sure that's that's why i think that's how it is with remembering the name and it's also because he was put into so many westerns right it's like you did well right away you're gonna get thrown into all these different westerns um but in saying that though i mean you can look through his list and there's probably a hell of a lot of westerns that he's in that are terribly like uh rated you know oh yeah for sure i mean i mean i have seen liberty valance and that's a that's a good film but that's jimmy stewart who uh lifts up that film tremendously but um uh but yeah i i i guess i just need to watch more john wayne um apparently did a lot of world war ii films as well um but uh yeah that's another genre i'm not me extremely interested yeah in. uh, i them to a stand but but like old like old world war ii films i i have barely any knowledge of <clears throat> but um it was fine i guess i i liked the gun troll that john wayne did uh, like the when he he trolled a rifle that was pretty badass and cool <laughs> <laughs> but uh i mean i think we're judging this film <laughs> yeah there. yeah but but no um if, if there's anything to take away from this film, I, I think it's shot beautifully. Uh, there are a lot of good wide shots of landscape and um, uh, like like when when they first find the gang in the woods and uh, the way it's filmed, uh, I, 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 I applaud this film for how good it looks. Uh, it's colorful and yeah. yeah. I I also think that it was I think I share sentiment with the, a lot of the same things that you've said and the things that you appreciate. Uh one of the big things that I didn't like though is when they kind of finally got to the gang. You know what I mean? It felt like it was building up to this big thing and it just did not feel big. Yeah. It felt so <laughs> underplayed and this gang felt so Yeah pansy ass you know like they like they were the least threat in the world because they kept talking about him like god gotta be prepared i need 10 men to take on this guy you see this guy is like i don't know he just didn't feel threatening he didn't like he didn't threaten the kid he's like get her up don't lay a hair on her and fucking i I, what are you supposed like i did not think that this guy was threatening at all and not to mention spoiler alert he dies basically right away he just gets shot and you're just like okay i guess that's that i don't know it felt so anticlimactic and i kind of want to watch the coen brothers film uh again i have actually seen it before but i for some i cannot remember a thing about it Uh, like at all i don't know if i really can't i'm i don't know maybe yeah, I, I I have not seen that film, but I, I've heard it. It's quite good. Uh, I kind of wish I did see it uh, before this episode so that I could, we could talk about the comparison. But uh, well, I like Jeff Bridges, yeah. uh, and I think him playing Rooster is probably the best yeah, it thing. Yeah, sounds like uh, a, as well as Matt like a great ca- Matt Damon playing LaBeouf, uh, oh, okay. would be interesting. I don't know. Who Haley? Oh, she she uh, plays Stenfield Kate is? Bishop in the new Hawkeye show. Okay. Well, anyways, um, yeah, I don't know. It's 
I I've seen this film. I just cannot remember a, like really anything about it. So it might well knowing the Coen Brothers, it's probably like if you were to say if you were to say to me, "Hey, we gotta remake, uh, we gotta remake True Grit." Who do I give this to? And someone's like, "Oh, just give it to the Coen Brothers. They could do a good job." I'd be like, "That's a great point. They could do it a good job." And I think that's. That's where I really lie. I feel like good job Coen Brothers, maybe if they were the ones who wanted to do this for having the foresight to be like, we could do a good. I think we could do this. Yeah, we could do this because this is the right plot for them. And yeah, because I need to watch it again because was this was this before or after uh, was this before or after um no country fold man yeah it was after so it kind of feels like they they saw that film and was like yeah let's just give true grit to uh the coen brothers they can do a good western and it's like yeah we made this gritty remake uh, hope you can enjoy that <laughs> yeah but uh and then we didn't we didn't even talk about the modern western which is you're right like no country for yeah. old men which is also uh, modern also take hell, on western. hell or high water is a badass um neo neo western that i highly recommend if you haven't seen that mm. yeah i think uh well oh sorry um true grit is there anything else you want to say about true uh, grit because well, you mentioned the lack of music and that's kind of what i missed in both these films is like when you have a good west when you have a good western like the music is oftentimes the things that stands out because it complements the scene so well it builds up the epicness to the grand duel but well i didn't say i didn't say lack of music i said shitty choice of yeah score. well that's kind of what i mean the same way <laughs> the, the, yeah the disappointing uh the, the disappointing uh, uh, uh like the the Oh, <laughs> like <clears throat> the yeah the shitty <laughs> the shitty music in both these films is disappointing <laughs> because in a western you kind of want the music is kind of like star wars like if you take the music away it it it, 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 it doesn't become the same it just becomes something completely different and westerns need the music to make them feel grand and epic uh but both these films don't have that well this this film is a revenge story, but it's the tamest revenge story that you could possibly imagine. Yeah, I mean you you, you kind of want you kind of want the girl to do the revenge, not a rooster. <clears throat> well, no, who she kind of does. Re- yeah. I don't know. It's yeah, it's, it's a, you know like what the she, the biggest she, thing she with falls this film the snake pit and that's it. <laughs> yeah, the one the single yeah. snake that's in the snake pit. <laughs> I was expecting a lot of snakes, yeah. not one <laughs> rattlesnake. Oh well, maybe maybe all the budget went to the liquor John Wayne was drinking, so they couldn't afford, like, they could just afford one rattlesnake. You know, you're probably not even wrong. They're like, hey, we need to fill this pit with snakes. What do we got left? Uh, nothing. It's like, what? Where did it go? John Wayne has ordered seven tons. Of pure malt liquor. <laughs> what do you want from me? We're doing our best we can here, damn it. <laughs> and that meanwhile is John Wayne just rambling off slurs. <laughs> yeah, he's on his fifth bender by this time. <laughs> At this point. 
Ugh. Yelling at yelling at Maddie in character. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That that is probably how it happened too. Like that's the worst part. Oh man. Um uh i yeah so true grit for me i enjoyed what it was going for and then when it got to where it was trying to go it's like it's like you know what i love my uh i love that my sayings are like uh analogies mm. is that what it yeah. is am i being done no, analogy no, yeah, no you have the right term analogy analogy yeah. i love uh i love my analogies but I'm going to give a good one. True grit is like being threatened by that kid in school who says he's going to beat you up all day. In the morning, he's like, I'm going to beat you up. <laughs> and then at the end of the day, you get there. You're scared as shit. You're like, oh, what if he's really strong? He punches you, and it's like getting hit by a light breeze. Oh, shit. <laughs> That's what true grit is. Wow. It, it builds itself up to a point. And then you're just like, oh, that was it. That was, that's it. All right. I guess we're done. Okay. That's true grit. That is a down, down and then for that, I give it just a bit higher than the other one. I'll give it uh, uh Here's the thing. Before I really rate it, uh, oh, would... See, this is, and I've never really thought about this before because I don't come into contact with this too often. But if there's a better version of that film, do you rate the other one lower? Oh. Because someone did it better. Ah, yeah, that is a, I think, like, that is a. Because why would you ever go back to the yeah, other one? Yeah, that's right. I mean, it's, 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 uh, it's, it's a perfect example of, uh, internal affairs and the departed like oh well that's a whole other conversation that's a whole show within yeah, itself but it, it, it kind of applies yeah. uh, where you kind of praise the departed more because that's the first one you watched but also it is the better one but but then you're stuck with like ah oh, but why why i like internal affairs I mean, though it, internal affairs yeah, for me is like I like the departed. You're right. This but, is but, okay. We're going down. That's a bad yeah, example. It's a bad example for the simple fact that we're just going to talk okay. about this. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what is a better example then? Um, but but yeah, no, I, I get your point. Like, I mean, yeah. I think maybe I will rate this lower if I like the remake more. Uh, that is yet. I have yet to see that though, but I guess you could just always keep yeah. it the same. I okay. I I'm gonna give this. Oh, see the things I have wrong with this film. I think I equally have wrong with the Wild Bunch. Actually, I think I have a good example here. I um, I watched the, I watched the, the original Invasion of the Body Snatchers a while ago. And oh, did you? After I watched that, I think it made me appreciate the remake a bit more. And that it, man, that's a callback to our third yeah, episode. It is, yeah, shout out to our third but, episode. Uh, but yeah, it's interesting how I watched that and was like, yeah, this is good. And then it gave me memories to the remake, and then it's like, 
yeah, I like that much more now. Uh, so I think by watching the original, it gave me a sense of, of, yeah, get upping the, the remake a bit more. So who knows, maybe this same will happen if I watch the Coen's Brother remake of True Grit. <clears throat> maybe. I think for now, for now, with the, the way it ends, three stars. Uh, yeah. That's what I'm gonna do. I uh, I I want to I want to say the same. I um uh, initially I I did give this one a bit higher than I uh, than I feel now. I gave it a four, uh, mainly because I thought the setups were cool. The filming was the, the shots were were beautiful, and I liked uh like. The build up to the the epic gunfight, I thought that was cool. Four against one, how it was set up and shot, and as I mentioned, the rifle twirl was really cool. I did like that, and that gave me an extra half point. But but yeah, it is a light breeze that you're you're kind of expecting a, a hurricane, but instead it's just a, a sudden gust of wind. Um, uh, I think I'll I think I'll give it a free as well. It was good enough. It it had it played all the tropes right. It had the correct formula for a western, but it it lacked in the in the ultimate climax and showdown and that. And when you have a western, you really want it to pay off in the end. And there are so many good examples of this happening in other films where it just happened so many times. So you you kind of want to make the ending work if you want a lasting and worthwhile western but uh but yeah it's interesting that i chose this film one of the later films of john wayne um like this is way past his heyday uh so he's definitely a washed up drunkard at this point yeah that's true um well that's the that's the theme there the end of the american western yeah I mean, I, I I still like this lineup. I um, <coughs> like it is a it is an interesting way to look at uh, how this got like it, not per se inspired, but influenced by the previous counterparts. Uh, but yeah, it would be interesting to go. To see the differences with the Italian spaghetti western as well, because there are major differences. Mainly, I yeah, mean, there. Are. I think, I think that, I think the main differences between these two films that are very clear is they they don't progress the same way as spaghetti westerns do, uh, like the Italian spaghetti westerns, <clears throat> and the gunfights are quick and. Uh, less subtle while the Italian ones are more they they, they they have the suspense they have the build up and the subtlety uh, and it takes its time but these are like quick and you have more character explanation and uh, I mean it, it, it's not uh, it's not uh, oh the man with no name was that a remake but uh, yeah I, I fell off a bit here but uh just uh, just look at the poster. Look Jesus at the poster. Christ, that... <laughs> oh, <what> the <laughs> <fuck>? <laughs> that, that took me. That took me by surprise. Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, at least it's a short film, but we need to watch that. 
found a man with no name. <laughs> also 19. Jesus Christ. I mean, it, it just looks like a bad porno. <laughs> I mean, oh. <coughs> that's, oh, that's such a awesome Photoshop uh. job. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, I, it's so funny that I... It's such a good poster that I forgot where my point was. <laughs> uh, but... But yeah, um, the differences are very clear here. Uh, so it's, it's fun that you can still look at other Westerns and see like, okay, this is different. And you can see how they borrowed this from that and and that turned into this. And, uh, <clears throat> and yeah, so there are, yeah, you have like the classic American Westerns from the 50s and uh, the 60s spaghetti Westerns. And uh, they are both, like influence from like eastern cinema like kung fu movies and especially like spaghetti westerns are like ha share the same formula as uh samurai films and kung fu films uh, but that could be a whole episode on itself like uh, how the west how the east influences the west and so forth that uh sounds like an interesting concept for uh for a new opinions episode actually but anyways uh it was definitely very fun to talk about westerns um yeah i know you've been wanting to do this one for quite a yeah, while yeah so. that's right i mean yeah that was quite early on we kind of planned we wanted to do stagecoach at least yeah but uh well that's the end of the episode uh speaking of anticlimactic uh finishes is probably this right now <laughs> so but uh yeah we enjoyed uh having you guys listen it's, it's appropriate for the no, go on. i was just gonna say <laughs> it's, it's appropriate for the films we just watched <laughs> yeah. yeah uh but if you want to catch us we're on any place that you have listening needs for podcasts like spotify apple google you name it uh any other place I'm not thinking of. I'm sorry. Uh, social media. Not really doing that no, much. Oh, yeah. Um, just because. That, that um, itch there. We need to get back on that. Uh, I know that that's where we got to yeah. be. And people probably say that that's where we need to be putting our direction so people can listen yeah. to us. But I, I just don't have time no. uh, at all. Yeah. Social media being so. bitch. And it's, yeah, it's annoying to go through the pitfalls of all that uh but uh but yeah we we are around uh we sh we have to be a bit more better at, at advertising us on social media and i'm sure i'm sure um that will be better in due time yep yeah i'm i'm positive that it will get better over time but well the show will always be here uh in some form of or yeah. another but uh yeah well until next time we'll uh catch you guys later 